With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into the Lombardi Line presented by DraftKings as we welcome in our VSIN and DraftKings Network audience. We got a great football week ahead, a Thanksgiving triple header coming up tomorrow, our first ever Black Friday NFL game. We'll have a slew of college football on Black Friday as well, including Oregon, Oregon State. It's rivalry week in college football. It's going to bleed into the weekend, Ohio State, Michigan. Michael, this is such a fun weekend on the calendar because you have meaningful games left and right. It's going to be great. It is, and I was going to ask you: Are you a uh, are you a Black Friday shopper? I I don't picture you as a Black Friday shopper. No, huh? sir, absolutely not. I will. Yeah. I have yeah, I no can... interest in the crowds, in people trampling over somebody else for thirty percent off. That is, it doesn't do it for me, especially because from what I understand, Black Friday isn't even what it once was, where it's like you're getting ninety percent off of a television, and da da da. It's like ten percent off of this, and it's not even that good of a deal anymore. So I'll stick to my yeah. Amazon shopping, and you know, have my packages delivered to go. my door. How about you? There you go. Uh, no. You've, have Didn't you ever? No, I only have to shop. I only have to shop for one person. No, never, never. You can do Cyber no, Monday, I, right? Not, I don't do any of it. I mean, uh, you know, I got to have the moment where I think what I have to get, and then I just go do it. Right? It's not that complicated. Yeah. You know, and 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 I and if sometimes if you know when you're when I was working in the league, it was hard to get a free day to go out there, and I used to love to go Christmas Eve. And go out and like just go to like downtown San. When I worked it for the Raiders, I would go to downtown San Francisco, and I would p- illegally park. That was a thirty-five dollar <laughs> ticket. It was forty dollars to to park in the garage. I figured the math was better on that, so I did that and I shopped and I w- walked around. It was great. It gets you in the mood. It gets you in the moment. You hear the music. I feel like Michael Corleone walking down the street in New York. See, I I do like getting into the holiday spirit and all of that. But Black Friday is just a different. It's a different animal, and people are different, and people get trampled and die. Like, is your is your I don't know your Echo from Amazon. Like, is that really worth it? I don't think so. So that's just, I don't know. No, no shade to anybody who does it. Do your thing. I'm just going to sit on my couch and be comfortable. (laughs) So, um, I agree to each his own. Right. And plus now they, you know, look, this is strategic that they put that game at three o'clock 
like, you know, the the brick and mortar stores are going to like all of a sudden, you know, we had 28 million people watch that game the other day. Now, I'm not saying 28 million people are going to watch the Jets with Tim Boyle. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Jeff Bezos isn't happy about this, but, you know, I mean, it's still it's football on, on they're going to watch it. Absolutely, they are. And I think it's I at first was a little bit disappointed because I like, you know, I'm such a college football girl that I love the idea of college football kind of having their day and being dialed in all day long. But the NFL is becoming such an everyday type of league. And we're talking about it every day. We might as well have a game on this day. So I'm excited to have the first exactly. one. I do wish that it wasn't Tim Boyle on the other side, but Zach Wilson wouldn't have been much better regardless. Uh, before we hit the break to come into this segment, Michael, we were talking a lot about Circus Survivor and about the, the million contests. There are those ATS uh, spread contests all across the country every single week. And we do have some firm numbers here at Circa that came up this morning. When you were looking at the graph, what were some of the numbers that really stood out to you this week as it pertains to like the Thanksgiving days, the Black Friday, as well as this weekend? Because if you want to play any of the games tomorrow or Friday, you have to make your selections today. Right. And so when you know, when I went over the numbers this morning and kind of saw where the, the trends are going, you, you know, the Saints Falcon game, I thought would remain pick them because we're still not sure Derek Carr's out. We don't know that. We did think that, and the Rams-Cardinal game has fluctuated between the Rams being favored to the Cardinals, so they just left it as a pick That makes sense. The Browns-Bronco one was interesting. It opened at 2.5, and, and it moved to 2 this morning, and now it's down to 1.5. And, and that tells me they're getting a lot of action. There's a lot of professional money, let's call it, on Cleveland here in this game, which to me is a little bit I'm not sure of. Right. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it is the game that I find the most interesting is the Bucks Colts, because when you look at that game, the Colts are getting a bulk of the money. I mean, as of this morning, when you examined all the markets all over, Tampa was only around 28 percent of the money. It was up yesterday from six percent. Six on uh, what's today? Today's Wednesday. On Tuesday, they only had six percent of the money. This morning, they had 28 percent. Now, that's a significant move, right? But the line stayed static. It didn't move. Whereas, let me give you an example. Cincinnati was had 28% of the money, and they were favored. It got to 43% of the money today, and it flipped. Cleveland on, on, on Tuesday was only 31% of the money. Now it's at 50%, which is why that line moved. Now, Michael, I know that, I mean, the NFC South play top to bottom not great football. I, I understand and respect yeah. that, but I don't think that the Colts are good. And maybe that yes. is wrong on, on my standpoint. I just don't. And when I look at the Bucks and I look at the teams that they've had to play over this stretch where they have struggled, they've been competitive in games against teams that are pretty good. And even against San Francisco last week, where you're talking so glowing about how good the 49ers are, like the Bucks were still taking things away from the them game. throughout that game and made it a little bit competitive, which I didn't expect. They were down to the wire, should have beat Houston. They made it what 24 18 at Buffalo they probably should have beat Atlanta the Lions are a really good team which is tough like I look at their schedule and I think that they're better than their record right now whereas the Colts I think are very firmly a 500 or sub 500 team in my brain right and if Mac Jones just just think about this if Mac Jones doesn't throw that interception right if he doesn't throw that interception over in Germany does this line still two and a half I don't think so 
I think the telling tale about this line is they don't want to go to three. All the money so far has come in on Indy, or at least the amateur money, the non-professional money, right? It's all come in on, on Indianapolis. So that tells me they don't want to give you the three. Like, how is Indy a three-point favorite better than anybody? Yeah. Gardner Minshew, if you examine his last few games, hasn't played well. No, Minshew, we talked about it earlier in the season. I feel like he's a quarterback that's a good backup when you need him to be like injected in a game if your starter goes down. But him being the week-in, week-out starter, it's just that's not what he's built for. And he hasn't been – he's not a guy that you want to back in this spot at all. Another game I wanted to get your opinion on, obviously we had the news that came out yesterday morning that Matt Canada is out in Pittsburgh as the offensive coordinator for the Steelers. Mike Tomlin has come out and said, yes, Kenny Pickett is still our starter moving forward. They're late one in Cincinnati against the Bengals without Joe Burrow. What kind of a game are we going to get this weekend? You know, that's a great question because, you know, when you fire the coordinator or the head coach who was the coordinator like they did in, in Las Vegas, the plays aren't changing, right? They're going to be this. I mean, the offense is the offense, correct? It's how you set up the offense, how you maneuver things around, how you play call. One of the things that you notice when you do watch Pittsburgh play is they protect the quarterback. They don't want the quarterback to turn the ball over. They don't want to be out there and, and, and show him that perhaps he turns it over. So do they stretch that a little bit more? You know, they have to run the ball. Pittsburgh has to be able to run the ball to be successful. It's why they struggled against Cleveland. They had the 76-yard run with Warren, but after that, they could they really couldn't do anything running the football. So they you have to build it off the run game, right? And Cincinnati knows they want to run the ball. And then, you know, they're going to run back shoulder fades to Pickens, and they're going to try to get the ball to Johnson. Fryermuth really, to me, should help him, and he should be a bigger part of the offense. And maybe he will be with the change. Um, what is your expectation for Mac Jones and the Patriots this week? Do you think that he ends up starting? I know Bill hasn't come out and said anything one way or another, or is it the Bailey Zappi or Will Greer show? I don't know. That's a hard one. I think a lot of it, I don't think anybody knows until the after practice today when okay. you Today's the get day. a chance to watch. Yeah, I mean, I think Bailey Zappi, Bill's just not going to give Bailey Zappi the job or else he would have done it four weeks ago, right? He, well, he I was done hoping, Michael, ago because, I was hoping that you were on the line with Bill earlier today so you could give us the inside scoop. So, dang, opportunity missed. I, I think a lot of it's going to come down to how they practice, Stormy. Yeah. It's got to be, right? Because the, the problem is, is the reason is you can't give the guy the job if he doesn't practice well. And clearly, and clearly, let's be clear, the, the, the Bailey Zappi hasn't been practicing well. Will Levis, meanwhile, did not participate in the team's walkthrough Tuesday practice yesterday. Um, Ryan Tannehill and Malik Willis were the two quarterbacks then. Last week, Tannehill, I mean, not Tannehill, last week, Levis was dealing with a little bit of a foot thing, but he still practiced throughout the week. Do you think that that's a designation that should be concerning this week for Tennessee? No, I think they want to go with Levis. Look, Levis has not been very good. I mean, it's really – I want to take Tennessee here. I really do because I think Carolina's mailed it in. But I have a hard time. When you watch Tennessee's offense, even though his numbers, 13 for 17, look good, when you watch the tape, a lot of that came when the game was over. Yeah. 
Um, that's, I'm trying to like think what other injuries have we missed here? Oh, okay. Obviously we talked about this yesterday, but a couple other quick ones, more long-term, the chargers placed Joey Bosa on injured reserve with the foot injury. The saints did the same for wide receiver, Michael Thomas with a knee and the Rams waved Daryl Henderson, Kyron Williams expected to return this week against the Cardinals for the chargers, Michael, because the chargers defense has been such a talking point this season, significant to have Joey Bosa out for at least four weeks. Yeah, I mean, but Joey's hurt so much. I mean, they're used to not having him. I mean, look, they got to play better. They got to play better in the back end. Their back seven has been really bad. And, you know, will this game be a home game for the Chargers or will there be Baltimore more Baltimore people in the stadium? And they've got to be able to contain the quarterback in the pocket. It's going to be a real challenge for them. I, I think, and, you know, on paper, it looks easy to take Baltimore. But one thing we do know about the Chargers, they play a ton of close games, a ton of close games. And it doesn't matter who the level of comp is, they play close games. And that's why that little hook, the three and a half, is always staring at you. Okay, it's we, so important. We got to step aside here. So much more still to come. We have Michael Lombardi's top five and bottom five. We got Thanksgiving food takes at the end of the hour. But first, our guy Harry Gagnon coming up next. We're going to get his picks for Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Don't go anywhere. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here's your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you haven't become a VEASAN Pro subscriber yet, now's your best chance to sign up and save because we've got a Black Friday special today. Get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through May 1st for only $60. Sign up today. You'll get access to daily best bets, unlimited access to our exclusive betting splits, premium analysis and 24-7 video, plus all our betting guides and best bets for the upcoming college bowl season, the Super Bowl and March Madness. Don't miss out. This is our best new subscriber offer of the year. 
vsin.com slash subscribe is where you can do it. Our Black Friday special, that's vsin.com slash subscribe. And even though it's a Black Friday special, you can still do it Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. And we have some Black Friday and Thanksgiving bets from our guy, Harry Gagnon, as always, coming in cartoon form. Harry here. And before we dig into Thanksgiving feast, I just wanted to say what I'm thankful for. Sports betting. Oh, and my good friends, Michael Lombardi, Stormy Bonatani, Kirk Cousins, and of course, football. I need a booster seat, damn it! Now dig in. Mmm, my favorite vegetable, marshmallows. Stormy, eat. You haven't touched my famous jello turkey. Harry, this food is as bad as your picks this season. Hold on. This turkey isn't that bad. If this was a cartoon, I'd send you through this table like I was TJ Watt. Hey, wait a minute. It is. Stars. I guess I'll take Dallas and Detroit in my Thanksgiving parlay. And don't forget the potatoes. On behalf of everyone, happy Thanksgiving and keep cashing. Cheers. Uh, Harry, that's gravy. You bet it is. I'm ordering pizza. <laughs> so fun. Harry Gagnon, host of the Against All Odds podcast, former Vegas sportsbook supervisor. Thanks for including us in the Thanksgiving feast. That pick is certainly better than the turkey we just saw on screen. Welcome in, Harry. Hey, guys, what's up? Happy Thanksgiving. I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, my producers, uh, Joel and Ken, for making this happen, getting it done real quick. Big fans of your guys' show, too. So, yeah, that was fun, right? That was funny. Good stuff. The the best Joel Solomon. You can't get any better than that. So creative. Thank you, Harry. Joel is something else with those voices. He's crazy. He's crazy. (laughs) That was so much fun. Really appreciate being included this week. You guys crush it every single week. But let's get to the picks and the the teaser that you put together. What made you go that route? Yeah, you know what? You can do 10-point teasers, too. And I just – listen, I – we've done a reverse here. I've hit two cartoons in a row, but I've lost two teasers in a row. So let's do a 10-point three-team teaser here. Let's do the two games on Thanksgiving, the one on Friday. We're going to go Detroit first, plus two and a half uh, in their game. I think more against Green Bay. I think uh, they got their scare. Him and Goff, uh, Detroit and Goff got their scare last week at home against Chicago. I think they bounced back here. They already handled Green Bay pretty easily this season in Lambeau. I'm going to take Dallas minus a half just to beat Washington. Washington uh, lost both games to the Giants this year. They're down right now. Dallas beats bad teams, and Washington is one of them. They definitely qualify after beating the Giants, to, uh, after uh, losing to the Giants twice. And I'm going to take Miami. Uh, plus one at the Jets on Friday, on Black Friday. The Jets' second worst point differential in the AFC. They're a disaster right now. Miami, I know, a different team on the road than at home, but I still think they get the job done. All they basically got to do is beat the Jets. Jets, like I said, really uh, spiraling down right now, not playing well football, got destroyed last week by Buffalo. So that's Dallas, Detroit, and Miami, three-team, 10-point teams. 
I, I can't, you know, I'm anti-teaser, Harry, but I can't, I can't argue with your logic here. I think it's pretty, you know, it is pretty good. Uh, Dallas is the only team to statistically, or if you look at the, the trends that haven't been very good on Thanksgiving Day. And then you yeah, separated right. out the, the, probably the, the one game, uh, you know, the San Francisco-Seattle game. But you also, you like something about that game, too. Talk about that. Yeah, I do like the under at 43 and a half, guys. Here, Seattle's coming off their a rough second loss to the Rams. Kenneth Walker's probably going to miss the game. Um, and Geno Smith got banged up in that game as well. These two rivals play each other again in two weeks. I don't know how much they show here. Both games last year went under 43 and a half. And San Francisco's defense looks solid again. They've given up just 17 points combined in their last two games. The Seahawks have had a lot of issues offensively lately. And Seattle games. In their last seven games, five of them have been under 43 and a half. So I'm going to go under 43 and a half here. San Fran, Seattle for the nightcap. What did make you keep the 49ers out of your 10 point teaser? Because you didn't mind going through zero on the Lions and Dolphins. So curious why you didn't want to keep them in the party. Well, just, you know, Seattle still is fighting for a playoff spot. Um, Probably not going to win the division now, but uh but I think still fighting for a playoff spot. They have a tough, and they have a tough road, Seattle. And the next four games are killer. They got San Francisco twice, like I just mentioned. They've got, uh, I believe, Philadelphia, and they've got uh, another tough one in there in, in between those games. So I just think that more than this is a game that Seattle could win, and historically played pretty good against San Francisco. Um, in past years, especially uh, at home. So I would lean a little on a 10 point teaser. You're only getting, you're getting plus three there. So you could tie. So I just more like I'd stay away from this one. Again, a division game. Um, I'd rather go Dallas and as a big favorite other than San Francisco, because I know Michael said uh, uh, historically Washington has played Dallas pretty tough, especially uh, on Thanksgiving, even when Washington hasn't had good teams, but just to win the game, I think is a, is a solid block. Yeah, I mean, you bring back memories. When I was a kid, I watched I saw Roger Staubach get hurt, and as I was a Washington fan, and then he gets hurt, Staubach, and I think the game's in the bag, and all of a sudden here comes Clint Longley to Drew Pearson. I, I didn't want to go to school on Monday. It was brutal. It ruined right. my Thanksgiving. But you know, yeah, I mean, I've been on I've been in therapy ever since. Partly by the 76ers. Nice display last night, Stormy. I didn't mention that <laughs> early to start the show. Okay, let's go. The Battle of Florida. Florida State. Florida. Florida State loses loses their starting quarterback. Florida's playing for pride right at this point. You like Florida State here, even with the backup quarterback? I do. I know losing Jordan Travis. Uh, is huge for the Knolls, but no Mertz for Florida either in this game. No Graham Mertz. I think the team rallies around the quarterback, Tate Rudmaker, who does have five touchdowns and no picks this year when he's been called into duty. Uh, running back Trey Benson gets over six yards to carry it. He'll be key for Florida State. And Keon Coleman has 11 touchdowns this season for them too. Florida's defense, Michael, has been terrible pretty much all season, especially late in the season. They've given up 30-plus points in five straight games and six of the last seven, they gave 45 to the Knolls last year. And again, I know no Travis here, but I still have confidence in Florida state who still stays undefeated looking to get to the college playoffs. Mike Norvell is going to have his team ready focused, and they're going to still score plenty against this Florida, Florida defense, Florida state rolls. 
Yeah, I'm with you from that standpoint as well. We'll see what they get for QB2 in this spot and moving forward. I know a lot of people were up in arms and upset that they are no longer in the four spot anymore of the college football playoff rankings, but I think Washington, the more deserved point. I don't I don't think that it had to do with Jordan Travis, why Washington got bumped up. I think it's a deserved bump for now, but we'll see. There's still plenty more to come these next two weeks, important games, and that includes one more for you. You have a best bet of the weekend in this Rutgers-Maryland game. What you got? Yeah, the Big Ten game of the year, right? This is Rutgers. Oh, yeah. Forget, forget about that Ohio State-Michigan thing. Who cares about that? You be careful with my Jersey score. You be careful with my New Jersey school okay, here, Harry. I'm Come on. Over, I'm all over uh, Rutgers yeah. this week at plus one and a half against Maryland. Look, both teams both teams are six and five, so they're both bowl eligible, so I don't think it means much to Maryland here. The Scarlet Knights are actually five and one straight up at home this season. Their only loss was to Ohio State at home. And they were actually winning that game at halftime. The Terps gave everything they had in trying to take down the Wolverines last week um, at home. Uh, looks like a letdown situation for me. Nothing left in the tank for the Terps here. I think Rutgers wins this one going away 34-20. Oh, see, see you can be you happy, think Rutgers Michael? can score 34? I don't know I if Rutgers think, can score 34 rough, against I, there. I, I this, this is a game where Maryland just – Rest players don't care. Don't care what happens in this game. Rutgers wins and puts up a big number here, Mike. Boyer. See, Michael, he's making you happy. He's got a runaway for you. Um, I'll hey, say this, I guys. I will say I this. The true. Ohio State-Michigan game, I w- if I had to pick a side, it's very difficult. I would lean towards the under. J.J. McCarthy, just 200 yards. His last two games combined passing in terms of uh, you know getting yards. I think it's going to be a ground game for both teams. And keeps the clock running. I like under 45 and a half here. I also wonder if I'm crazy, but like I feel so oddly confident in Michigan in this game. I I must be wrong that I have so much conviction on it, but I I love Michigan coming up this weekend. Yeah, the, the, they're, yeah, you do, yeah, they're on a mission. It just seems like, and again, towards the under there too. Like I said, Ohio State just hasn't impressed me overall offensively for the last five games they played. I've gone under forty five and a half. So look for that. But I do. I, I lean. To, I'm leaning towards your Michigan's too. Harry, really appreciate your time. Thanks again. The cartoon was so much fun. Happy Thanksgiving. You too, guys. Take care. Thank you, Harry. See you later. That's Harry Gagnon. Make sure you check out the Against All Odds podcast. Doing great stuff there. Coming up here on the Lombardi line, it's Why Not Wednesday. And you know we're keeping it all turkey themed. We got Thanksgiving Why Not Wednesday next. line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here's your host Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. Uh, it's Thanksgiving week and there's so much to be thankful for. Friends, family, food, and of course football all week long and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping your Thanksgiving week full of action as well. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL game to score 150 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code Vegas only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Maybe a stupid one, but I'm just spitballing here. Can it make you say why not? That wasn't a stupid question. It's time for Why Not Wednesday. I mean, why not? You know when they say it's so crazy it just might work? Oh, I love it. Why Not Wednesday coming. 
coming to you with a Thanksgiving Turkey Day edition. So we're looking at some long shots, some plus money odds types of bets and seeing if it can make you turn your head and say, why not? Starting with Michael, this Thanksgiving, all teams to score a passing touchdown. So do we think every single team that is playing tomorrow can get (laughs) at least one passing touchdown pays three to one? Just tomorrow. Just Just tomorrow. uh, That means we got to get... We've got to get Tim Boyle to throw one at a 7.1 interception we don't, percentage. No, Tim, Tim Boyle is on Friday. We don't need a Tim Boyle touchdown. Oh, we just need one of the, oh, how, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I definitely, why not play that one? Absolutely, why not play that one? I think so, too. Like Sam Sam Howell, Dak Prescott, Jordan Love, Jared Goff. Geno Smith is the one that I think would be a little bit dicey with the tricep injury. Brock Purdy, I think he feel pretty confident he's going to score. I like it, too. Three to one, not too shabby. I think that we can get there. Now, what about yep. a rushing touchdown? Same teams, only those six teams coming up on Thursday. Can all of them score a rushing touchdown? Way bigger odds here. 13 to one if everybody can get a touchdown on the ground. There's no way you're getting me to why not. You think Eric <laughs> Bieniemy is going to call a running play? Seriously, I mean, you think he's going to call a run? Uh, you'd be better. I mean, uh, go ahead. He's not going to call it. No chance. I mean, and the if the Jets are going to score, do you think they're going to be able to run the ball into the end zone against that really good Miami front? No, I'm sorry. Well, that's Friday. Okay, I got that one on my head. Okay, so I, San Francisco will rush one. Seattle, there's a good chance they could because they will run the ball down there. So that's a 50-50 prop. Uh, Detroit definitely will run the ball. They love to run the ball in the red zone. With the Green Bay, they put Musgrave on IR today. They put the other running back on IR. I mean, they don't have any backs. I think they got to throw it in, so there's no way yeah. you're getting me to play that one. Yeah, it's the it's the Commanders and Seahawks for me that have me a little up in the air because obviously no Kenneth Walker we're anticipating. Uh, Charbonnet could probably get in there, but he, I, the way that you let off this segment, Eric Bieniemy, you think he's going to run the ball? I'm with you. I can't get there even at 13 no to 1, even at 13 to 1. How about this? one and we're talking long long shot 25 to 1 Michael can we get a big man touchdown any offensive lineman to score a tutty 25 to 1 interesting make some Thanksgiving magic why not why not there's always a little trickery remember Green Bay last year tried to throw it to one of their linemen on that play got intercepted yeah you know the one thing about red zone is and I think Mahomes proves this. And Big Daddy and I were having this discussion, like why are some teams good in the red zone and some teams aren't? The red zone, you need a dis- you need a kind of a disruptive play, a-, a fake play, if you will. You need something to go one way, but really it's coming back the other. Y- trickery, because it's so hard, the windows are so tight, it's hard to get the ball into those. So, you know, an unbalanced line, to an eligible receiver is really a good play down there. Why not? I love it. I love some holiday trickeration. Let's get the big guys involved. A thick six. Who doesn't love that? Um, let's go back to the run game, Michael, because we were talking about, okay, can anybody, can all these rushing teams get in? Probably not. A.J. Dillon, though, is listed as plus 230, plus 220, excuse me, for the most rushing yards in a game. Obviously, Aaron Jones is going to be unavailable. Could Dillon have the most rushing yards for a game on Thanksgiving? I think he could. Why not? Right. Uh, You know, but that doesn't you're just talking about Green Bay's most rushing yards, correct? No, this is who's going to have the most Green Bay ended. All three I don't games. see it. It's going to be hard. No, it's going to be hard to run the ball on oh, it Detroit. Is just that game. It's just going kidding. to be hard to run the ball on them. 
But see, I still, I, and I agree. And I still think no on this one because of what David Montgomery did to the Packers earlier this yeah. year. So Yeah, I agree. I mean, if it's going to be anybody, it's going to be somebody from the Lions that does it or McCaffrey. I mean, you know, I mean, Kyle will call runs. It's certainly not going to be Robinson or Antonio Gibson. We know that. Okay, how about who will have the most passing yards on Thanksgiving? Sam Howell does lead the league in passing yards right now. Three to one for him to lead the day. Do you, do you want to say why not? What do you think? Why not? Yeah, because, I mean, two things are gonna, could happen. They could get, he's going to have to throw the ball to win the game, so he's going to have to throw it a lot. He calls a lot of passes. They are 31st in the league in rushing attempts. So he's going to throw the ball quite a bit. If they get behind in the game, which based on the history of how the Cowboys have been playing this year, dominating the second quarter with averaging 19 points in the first half, he's got to throw it almost every play in the second half. Why not? So Dak is the favorite in that market at plus 275. And he's interesting because he can go off for over 400 or 150. I don't know. Yeah. So I stayed away from well, Dak. Plus Washington secondary is terrible. Washington secondary is terrible. I mean, it's it, like it, it really is bad. They can't cover anyone. I and think so without that pass rush, it's going to be hard for them to cover. I, Dak's a good play. I think he's the rightful favorite. But as I look at the quarterbacks who are playing on Thanksgiving, Michael, I think I actually want to go longer in the market. Brock Purdy plus 550. His last <laughs> three games passing, 330 versus the Bucks, 296 against the Jags, 365 against the Bengals. Seattle's pasties 21st in the league. They're not really good over the middle. I think George Kittle could have a good day. I don't know. I'm thinking, yeah. I think I want to say why not to Brock Purdy at plus 550. I, I wouldn't disagree with you. I would take that number. I'd put some pizza money down on that, and there's no question because, look, Brock Purdy's good, and Kyle trusts him to throw the ball even when the game's on the line. They make plays because most of his throws are yards after the catch. I mean, he gets the ball to the right spot. Ayuk, Samuel, McCaffrey, Kittle, those guys make plays after they catch the football. Why not? So, keeping it on the theme of the San Francisco 49ers, Michael, would they be, could you say why not to them scoring the most points on Thanksgiving? They are the third shot. The Cowboys are the favorite, followed by the Lions, then the 49ers at plus 380. Well, yeah, I mean, look, the Niners can score and they don't stop scoring, right? But the one thing that keeps the Niners from always having the high is they will run the ball and reduce the game a little bit. So, uh, you know, I think that's probably why, look, Detroit, for for as much as they want to run the ball, they put 42 on. I mean, they put it on Carolina. They can move the football. Yeah. I don't think they'll stop trying to score either. But I, I could see it being San Francisco. I would put I, I would say why not to that. Now, we talked earlier about how obviously it's a very chalky Thanksgiving, right? We have big favorites coming up in all three games. But could you say why not? to going ahead and putting together a money line, three team, big favorites parlay, or is there concern somebody's going to mess it up? It's plus 250 for these three Lions, Cowboys, Niners to just, just win, baby. Just bring it home. Just win. Uh, it, it seems too easy, right? It just seems too easy. And, you know, we know the Cowboys have struggled on this day, no matter who they play. I, I would do it. I mean, for plus 255, I would do the Moneyline Parlay. I, I'm not a parlay guy. I would. It makes too much sense. My football background says yes. 
you know, handicapping wise, it's probably not going to happen. But from a football aspect, I say yes. Since 2004, Thanksgiving favorites, 46 and 8 straight up, 85%. Just win, baby. Get it done for your girl. I, I'm, I think I'm going to play it just for fun. Like, I like some of these pizza money plus money props. Just have a little bit of fun with it. Now, because, Michael, the Black yeah. Friday game is on your brain, I'm going to hit you with one more. Tyreek Hill okay. to have two or more touchdowns against the Jets plus 425. Can it make you say why not? I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. National TV. I'll take it. Oh, absolutely. I'll take anything, Tyreek. Look, when the guy's responsible for 40% of the first downs throwing, why not? I still 40%. Think, I still think that stat's remarkable, Michael, because when we were talking about it in the first hour, initially the way you framed it, I thought I was going to be shocked that it wasn't very many. I was like, oh, maybe he's just been a, a deep ball threat for Tua, so he's not getting as many just like first down specifically because he's targeted in specific areas. No, nearly 40%? That's insane. It's insane. I mean, he makes it. That's why when you take him away and then you look at the third down numbers. I mean, he makes this offense go. He's unbelievable. Again, on target, the way that he has played so far to set the receiving yards record in the National Football League, nine receiving touchdowns so far this season as well. Okay, that was a fun edition of Why Not Wednesday, diving into all of the Thursday Thanksgiving games as well as Black Friday. We're going to continue the Thanksgiving talk when we come back. We have heard all of the words that are coming out of Twitter right now about what the dishes are that everybody needs to have on Thanksgiving. We've got a fantasy food to draft coming up next we got $20 based on this graphic that our guy Caesar and DraftKings have put together what is our Thanksgiving meal that we're putting together tomorrow we'll get to that as well as Michael's top five and bottom five teams in the National Football League stay with us this is it we've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. 
Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. You'll get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You'll also get unlimited access to our VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. You can also check on the top VEASAN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI. See which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. For VEASAN Pro picks, betting splits, betting guides, plus 24-7 video access, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. You can sign up on our Black Friday special now. Get access to everything we do through May 1st for only $60 at vcin.com slash subscribe. We're wrapping things up here on the Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi and Stormy Bond and Tony with you. And it's time for our pro tip. We talked a lot earlier on in the show about the success of favorites on Thanksgiving. For anybody who missed it, especially these big favorites like we have this week, favorites of a touchdown or more on Thanksgiving, 21 and two straight up, 17 and six ATS. But it turns out that following the public plays on those favorites has proven to be extremely profitable as well. Michael, backing the public has been profitable on Thanksgiving. Yep. Favorites with more than 60% of tickets are 22 and 8 AT- ATS and public sides with more than 51% are 32 and 18. So follow the flock as our guy Caesar has been saying today. No question. And I think people have to understand, you know, it used to be there was the only Thursday night game before we had Thursday night football, uh, you know, back in the, when NFL Network started it. Now Amazon has it. So it was this Thanksgiving Day game was a luxury for teams to get because you got that 10 days off when you needed it the most. Right. You wanted it was a it was an advantage for Detroit to know that they were going to ultimately have two buys. And now it's such a motivation because when your team's really good, like, you know, Detroit, hey, fellas, we win this game, I'll see you, too. I'll see you Monday morning. That's it. You know, you're done. Like, it, it's a great motivating tool for the better teams to go in there, play well, and know they don't have less, less much more work for the rest of the weekend. So it's kind of a, a way to motivate the team, too. And so that's why I think you see such dominance by so many of these teams that whether it's home or away, they win. VSIN Pro Tips, once again, available at vsin.com, searchable by sport and by show. And Michael, we took to social media. We presented the case for our fantasy football plate. If we're drafting our team, you're building your Thanksgiving plate. We have mm-hmm. the graphic up on the screen for everybody watching at home. Build your plate with $20. And a lot of folks on social media have chimed in given what they would build with $20. So here's the way that I'm going to play it. Um, for anybody out okay. there that is just listening over the radio, let me just set this up real quickly. The $5 options, yeah. white turkey meat, mashed potatoes, stuffing, pumpkin pie, $4 ham, au gratin potatoes, mac and cheese, pecan pie, $3, dark turkey meat, roasted potatoes, green bean casserole, cheesecake, and the $2 prime rib, baked potatoes, corn, apple pie. What I put together, honey baked ham as my meat big ticket item, mashed potatoes, because yet you cannot have a Thanksgiving without mashed potatoes, in my opinion, green bean casserole, which I will not take green bean casserole slander. I have seen a lot of it on Twitter. People saying it is gross. People saying that a food cannot be good if it is only consumed on Thanksgiving. Well, it's your own fault if you're not eating green bean casserole during the year, because that stuff is glorious. Pumpkin pie, another $5 item, because what is Thanksgiving without pumpkin pie, pumpkin bread, pumpkin spice, pumpkin scents everywhere? We need it. Uh, and then I threw in $2 corn as well. So we're up to $19 there. Save the extra dollar, pocket one, place a bet, do what you got to do. What is your Thanksgiving plate, Michael? 
Well, they don't have manicotti on this thing. Like, you got to have something Italian as an app. Uh huh. You got to have something yeah. Italian on this list. I mean, you know, I would probably go with dark meat with turkey, dark meat. I would come back with with our gratin potatoes. Now I'm at six dollars. Uh, I'll go with I'll go with stuffing. Now I'm at eleven. Uh, cheesecake puts me at uh, fourteen. And I'll probably take the remainder of it and come back with probably a side of prime rib. That would be a 16, and I'll donate the rest to you, Stormy. Ooh, then we'll make an even bigger ticket See, I want to do manicotti. That's what I want. Yeah, That's what I would do. Put up that other graphic there. Put the graphic back up there. Yeah, that's that, this is my ideal one. Like, I don't need dessert. I, like, why would I want to eat dessert on this day? I want to have white turkey meat. I got sweet potato casserole. That's $5. I got manicot. You got to start that off with it. And you got cornbread. Michael, I loved when we were putting our text chain together earlier that you didn't even look at the initial graphic. You said, I'm going to pick my own prices for my own foods. We're getting the medical in there. I didn't even know they had this. Nobody told me I had to look at something like nobody (laughs) told me that it was all. I didn't see it on the text chain. Did I miss it? it? I think you just missed it. It is bad, though. It's pretty egregious that there wasn't a sweet potato casserole option on there because it's Thanksgiving. That should definitely have been one of the potatoes. I I did miss it. I I did miss it. it it was there sorry see sorry caesar i just went to the bottom of the scroll i apologize i love i mean it. you got to have something italian on thanksgiving why not you i know? agree we the talk- best part of thanksgiving Go the ahead. best part is the sandwiches afterwards if you got really good we have a great bakery in this town called benny's that makes fresh bread and it's only good on the day you buy it and so like you have to have like a dozen of his rolls for after if you eat it like after the first game, you got to have turkey sandwiches for the second game. It's perfect. I absolutely agree with you. I don't have a fancy, cool bakery near my house, so I stick with just the Hawaiian rolls. Very underrated, I think. Just get some Hawaiian rolls, put the honey-baked ham on there, some oh cheese, feeling it, feeling good. I'm not a cranberry person. I know that's a very popular Thanksgiving thing for some po- folks, and they feel very strongly about their cranberry. That's not one I got on board with. I got this one tweet that I want to make sure I throw up on there, so thank Thanks again to everybody who joined the conversation with us. But Pete Smoller, his his selections, ham, roasted potatoes, mac and cheese, apple pie. That's only $13. Put the leftover seven on a six point Detroit San Francisco teaser. That is my kind of guy. That is what I'm talking about. Speaking my language, Michael. You got this whole... You got the whole world doing teasers. Now you got your boy Harry coming in with a three-game 10-point teaser. I mean, you know, you got to love that, right? The teaser life, baby. You got to keep it rolling. It It feels so good. I'm excited. It really is. I'm excited. I I love that Detroit-San Francisco teaser tomorrow. That's probably my biggest ticket item. I got to make sure I throw that in my bets giving account. Uh, But, Michael, we got about four minutes left here. Want to make sure we give the people at home your updated power rankings. Let's hit your top five teams in the Mm -hmm. NFL right now. So, you know, when I go through it, everything that I do is based on numbers and the the numerical grades that come out without any subjectivity to it. So it's interesting how this week San Francisco's one, Philly two, Dallas three, Kansas City drops to four, Baltimore five, Detroit and Miami are still there. Buffalo's moving down and Houston's moving up along with Jacksonville. Seattle's still a pretty good team. You know, know, we, we killed Seattle. I know they're a seven point dog here, but... I think they really messed up the end of that game against the Rams. And I was on the Rams side, feel fortunate that I was able to win that one. But, you know, they they stopped short in that game. They could have gotten 10 more yards easily 
and would have won the game, Myers would have made the field goal. So I, I don't think you can dismiss them. Minnesota's another team that keeps moving up, and Cleveland, because of their ability to kind of adapt to the game, right? Everybody thinks Minnesota's going to fall apart because of Dobbs, and all Kevin O'Connell does is find ways to make easy throws for him to do it. So those are my top. I, I, I really think this year, Stormy, you really can't say right now, as we enter Thanksgiving tomorrow, like this team will win the Super Bowl. You could right. say Baltimore could. You could say Kansas City could. You could say Miami could. You could even say, you know, uh, uh, you know, Minnesota could. I'm not saying they will. Philadelphia could. But last year, we thought Philly was really good, right? We thought it was going to be Philly, and then the AFC was up for grabs, whether it was Cincinnati, Buffalo, or Kansas City. This year, everything's up for grabs. No, I'm with you. And unique to see for the first time this year, you have three NFC teams as your top three in the National Football League. And what you said about Minnesota, too, they could very easily be on a six-game win streak right now. They had control of that game. I thought that they were going to pull it out. Then I'm obviously losing on that final drive. Your bottom five real quickly, um, going 28-32, to the Jets, Commanders, Titans, Panthers, and Giants. Giants are still 32 of 32, despite Tommy DeVito throwing three tutties, Michael. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to move out. I mean, they're, they're not, <laughs> them and Carolina aren't going to move out of there. I'll tell you, Tennessee, you, we have to remove, and we'll talk about it tomorrow, and we'll talk about it over the weekend, is the variable fract factor can't really come to fruition because they don't have enough offensive uh, talent, especially in the offensive line. And I don't see Carolina getting any better. I think Carolina's kind of mailed it in, to be honest with you. The Commanders, they'll play they'll play for stats. The Jets, Tim Boyle, I mean, seriously, I, I think this is hard to believe. I know that Aaron went on Pat McAfee's show yesterday and said they just need somebody to execute the offense. That doesn't say a whole lot about Zach Wilson, does it? No, sir, it does not. And I completely agree with what you said about Carolina. Worst record in the NFL right now. Worst cover team in the National Football League as well. So they're not even getting it done there. I think that their average like lack of cover is around five points per game. Uh, that's it for us today. I hope everybody enjoys their Thanksgiving. Again, we're not going to be in this time slot tomorrow. But if you're looking to preview the games, Michael and I are going to be up bright and early, 7 a.m. Eastern time. Bring the time. coffee and donuts, Stormy. Bring the coffee. We're ready to go. I'll bring the... I'll eat some breakfast pumpkin pie. Why not? Give the people what they want. But uh, make sure you join us for Follow the Money tomorrow morning beginning at 7 Eastern. That's a wrap. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.